Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show I am going to be talking to my good friend Cynthia James who is the author of I Choose Me, The Art of Being a Phenomenally Successful Woman at Home and at Work. Uh, but before we get into the, uh, the, the nuts and bolts of our interview today, I just want to remind you that if you are watching this show on YouTube, after you finish watching the show, make sure that you click the link below this video so you can go through and do my 30 second quiz to figure out what's blocking you from success. And of course, if you're watching this on mymovies.com, you can leave your email in the box that's provided on this page so we can send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. Um, and we can send that to you for free. Um, so yeah, so with this today, we are talking with the amazing Cynthia James. Hi, Cynthia. How are you? I'm great, Natalie. Good to see you. So great to talk to you again. Um, I'm loving this book. I actually have finished reading it. Um, there are so many gems in here, and I think um, as busy women, regardless of whether we're career women or we're mothers or we're wives or you know whatever it is that we're doing in our lives, sometimes we get so caught up in the roles that we play that we forget to look after ourselves. So I'm loving all the information that you have here in the book. So why don't we start originally with like with your story and how you got to, to doing this kind of work? Uh, well, I grew up in Minnesota. Uh, my mother was a single mother and um, and had come from five generations of, of women who had been abused and traumatized, so she didn't know anything else. So she married my father, who was uh, my biological father, who was an alcoholic, and they got divorced pretty rapidly. And then she remarried to a man who was uh, an abuser and a pedophile. And so my childhood was traumatic. And so I, I thought that that's what life was. I didn't understand that there was possibilities, except I was a dreamer. And so I kept dreaming, I kept seeing myself singing and acting and doing all of these things and the people around me were like, what are you talking about, you're on welfare. And I said, well, you know, if I can dream, I can create it on some level. And so I started manifesting a different life. And in that process, I started understanding that because of my background, I really didn't know how to take care of myself. I didn't know how to care for myself. I didn't know how to honor myself. And so I kept inviting situations that didn't support me. Right. And so uh, I love with the book, you've actually um, put it into a few different sections. So you've got like, you know, your home section, your work section, and then your inner section, uh, which I think is really important. So why don't we talk about the home, home you know, section first. So if we're taking care of ourselves and really, and we're not necessarily saying putting ourselves first, but I think, you know, the message of the book is more about making time for ourselves. Is that what the message that you have? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, so if we're doing that around the home, what does that look like? It looks like healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. It looks like an environment that feels nurturing and supportive. It looks like parenting from the heart and 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 understanding and modeling for our children what we want them to be and how we want them to live. It, it just really means taking care of the environment that supports us because they say home is where the heart is. So how are we in our home environment of our heart and the places that we inhabit? Right. Now I know that uh, for us to be able to, um, you know, to change our environment at home, sometimes we need to show up in a different way for us to be able to, to facilitate that. So if, if there's someone watching the show that goes, you know what, I would like to like, you know, open up a, a different level of conversation or a different level of relationship with my partner, you know, what are some steps they could do in the beginning to open up those conversations? Well, I think the first thing is to become an observer. 
really look and see how much of a judge is living in you because partners a lot of times will say you know you're criticizing me you're judging me and we go no we're not and and yet but we are we're projecting onto them our fears or our doubts or whatever so it's to really become aware of how much we do that and then to get clear what do we want if I want to be closer to my spouse telling them how wrong they are all the time is not going to work if I want to have more intimacy and connection, then I have to be the thing I am wanting and give that to my spouse. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, I, I completely agree with you on that as well. So, um, so we want to open up those conversations. We want to, you, you know, I, I have personal experience with this. I know when uh, when Glenn and I were married, like especially for the last year, I just was blaming him for everything. It was his fault that I couldn't shine, and his fault that I was carrying weight, and his fault. And of course, then when we separated, and uh, I had didn't have a scapegoat anymore, I'm like, ooh. Okay, <laughs> now that I can't blame anyone outside of myself, if these things aren't showing up in my life and I'm not happy with the results I'm getting, I've got no one to blame but myself. So then I started taking responsibility, you know, for, for, for everything that was showing up because I think once we put blame outside of us, we then we lose all control because it's their fault. Um, but as soon as we take responsibility, within, we can then step into, you know, sort of a meaningful conversation with ourselves and some inflection going, well, how am I showing up in this, in this situation? Right, and, and also understanding they're just mirroring back to us something that we may not want to look at. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, you know, the question is not why, why are they pushing my buttons. The question is, why do I have a button? Right. <laughs> you know, where is, what, where's this button coming from and what, what's it bringing up for me? Yeah, which is cool. So, uh, so let's talk a little bit about the, the work, uh, work environment. So again, you know, I know that uh, especially with a lot of women, we, we have career people and we're mothers and we're wives and we've got all these different roles that we, that we, uh, that we show up in. So how can we, you know, put and choose to make create or create space for ourselves when it comes to the working situation? Yeah, you know, there's a statistics that there's 69 million women in the workforce and 10 million of them are, are, are sole um, caregivers for their families and, and balancing all of that. You know, I think really it's about understanding that by wanting to honor yourself is not a selfish act. It's nothing to feel guilty about. That by honoring yourself, really what you are doing is raising the vibration of everything around you because you're healthier, you're more vital, you're more rested, you're more conscious, you're making clearer decisions. And I think we have flipped it and we've been taught to do it differently. But I think that by understanding that if you want to be the best at work, you have to create time for yourself to nurture yourself and honor yourself and love yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I know and there's a term that you use in the book called parallelpreneurship. Yes. So, <laughs> which I love, I love, love. So um, explain a little bit about how that works. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I actually heard that first from Lisa Nichols. Uh, it's about the fact that you have a dream, you have a vision for your life to do something other than what you're doing. You're working a nine to five or you're working a job and, and you want to do something else. And so, so you start to create the dream life while you're still doing this other thing. And the thing that, that I love about that is, is that if you stop looking at the, the job that you have as an albatross around your neck and look at it as an investor in your future that you are creating, then you, you become very clear about establishing the parameters and the ways in which the schedules in which you, way you want to build a dream. So for me, when I was doing that, 
you know, I was taking a percentage of the money from the nine to five. I was putting it into my business and I was scheduling times so that I could work on my structure, work on my, my um, budgets, work on the things that I needed to do to create the business that I have today. Right. And so if someone is in a job that they're not particularly happy with and they, and they have this yearning to do something else and then know there's something more, what's the way that they could tap into figuring out what that next level could be for them? Well, the first thing is to get clear what you're passionate about. What would you do if you weren't getting paid? I'd still be speaking. I'd still be singing. I'd still be writing. So get clear about what your passion is and then get clear about what your pain points are. You know, what what triggers you? What doesn't support you? Because you want to, you want to move away from the pain things and find out how to move them into the passionate areas so that you can bring your best self to the world. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so, well, so let's move into the inner work um, because I, I think that uh, when it comes to the inner work and really nurturing ourselves, um, it, it, that when we have that time, we kind of need to create space for like a daily practice. So um, what do you think would be like some very important components, you know, for women to, to incorporate that would be a great, uh, you know, spiritual or daily practice for them? Well, first of all, create some still time. It could be five minutes, but time where you're nobody's around you're not trying to do cell phones and answer emails it's just your time it could be listening to music it could be reading something that inspires you it could be doing a meditative process it could be just connecting to your breath to bring you into your body but something where you're still I mean I tell a lot of the clients that I work with to you know work up to try to do 20 to 40 minutes in a day because it's gonna make you clearer in your thinking yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so what's your daily practice? What do you do on a daily basis to keep yourself in alignment? I um, I actually have an hour and a half practice. I, I've grown to that. Yeah. I um, I meditate for half an hour. I do breath work for about fifteen minutes. I read. I journal, and then I I stretch. I do yoga or something to open my body so that I'm connected. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit about the breath exercise that you do. Because I know, because breath is like super important to us and most of us are very shallow breathers. So yeah, so what right. is important of that and how do you do that process? I, I do kind of, uh, what's, what's called pranic breathing. You, you know, it's you breathe in through the nose and, and you kind of let the air fill up, push your stomach out and then you exhale through the mouth. So it's... And you do that for 10 minutes, there's a calm that comes over you that's incredible. Yeah. And I mean, and, and the thing is getting all that oxygen in is so important for us as well, which is just, you know, it's incredible. And um, and can you elaborate a little bit more on the, on the meditation? Because I know there's different types of meditation that people can do. You know, what right. do you recommend is great for us, especially women who are, you know, very tight on time? Yeah. You know, um, there are guided meditations. I mean, I have them. There are a lot of people who have guided meditations where it, it can just take you on a little bit of a journey. You can listen to music and you can use a mantra. For instance, uh, I am powerful. I am, I am successful. I am safe. I am loved. And you use that as a mantra so that as you're doing the meditation, if your mind starts to wander, you bring it back with that statement. Um, you can also just look, there are videos and things that you can look at that are just beautiful pictures and things that will help you get still. And some people love to hike. That's a meditation for them. Absolutely. I mean, I love going for a walk in nature and just mm -hmm. having, just concentrating on my breath and then just being, you know, at one with everything. 
you know, and being part of nature, which is which is you know fant absolutely fantastic. Um, so uh, I know that you work with quite a few different people, and and you know you help them with these kind of practices. Do you have a story of someone that you've worked with that um, that you could share with us? That's really you know after making these practices of really being able to make a difference in their life. Yeah, I. It's actually one of my coaches, before she was even a coach, she came because she wanted to be a coach. She wanted to support people, but she was working in IT. And she had had a, a, a traumatic uh, childhood. And um, so what we did was we reconnected her with her body because the body has a language so that she could start to understand that when her heart was closed or when her solar plexus was tight or when her back hurt it was giving her information about something so we did that kind of work and we started creating a plan for her it's like what would your ideal look like life look like what would you want to be doing what kind of people would you want what kind of money would you want to make we made we made a vision board and then we started step by step working on those things and increasing her spiritual practice and today she's got a coaching practice she's a biker so she has these biking events for women all over the country and it's very cool it's very cool oh, so awesome i know well that's the thing well part of what we do here at my movies is get get people to really get clear about you know the direction of their life and what it's going to look like when they get there and why they're going through that process um, you know and then who they need to show up to be you know and sometimes you know and we also include like action affirmations so you know including a daily practice like this and some of the things that they can learn in the book um, I think would be you know very ideal to help them really understand what they need to do to become this you know version of themselves that steps into this you know most passionate and joyful and happy part of their life which is just right. fantastic so uh, so Cindy if we wanted to send people somewhere to connect with you and to find out about the book and and so so they can get their hands on the book where can we send them to do that CynthiaJames.net. Okay, great. And you can see that on the screen. And guys, this is the book I choose me. It's fantastic. Like I said, it's it's great because you know I have been uh, you know, and I've, I've told you this before. I get into a habit where I've got all these different things going on that I forget to look after myself. Um, and so just having you know, there's like creating space. And for me, I have to put it on my calendar. I actually have to make it a thing on my calendar, otherwise I will forget to do it. Um, and uh, and even if it's just having a bubble bath while listening to my favorite music or something like that just so I can take some me time and just to nurture myself and and to take care of myself is important but if you read uh, Cynthia's book now when you if you're watching this online if you click to the banner to the side you can go straight through to Cynthia's website from there or if you're watching this on the app you can click on the, the banner underneath so thanks again Cynthia for joining us it's been such a pleasure talking to you my pleasure thank you madly awesome so guys I encourage you to share this video and you can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. And remember, if you're watching this on YouTube, click the link below so you can do my 30-second free quiz to figure out what's blocking you from success. And if you're watching this on mymovies.com, you can just leave your email and we'll send you the Manifesting with a Master's video e-course for free. So until next time, remember, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.